five, four, three, two, one, ignition. We have liftoff. Hello, world. Are you still there? We're here. And uh, when I say we, I mean I and another. Who's here with me today? Norse wife. It's Joyce. <sighs> it's my mum, who has, I'm afraid, been learning Welsh, so <laughs> she'll probably uh, inflict that on us. Thank you. What did you just say then? Norse wife? No. Norse wife, which means good evening. Good evening? Can you say hello, good evening and welcome? No. <laughs> I haven't got there a bit yet. <laughs> what can you say? Can you say a sentence, a full I sentence? I can say... Um, My name is Joyce. Uh, yes, Joyce Duin. Because you say it backwards in Welsh. You don't say, I am Joyce. You say, Joyce, I am. OK, yeah. then. Thanks for that. It's Welsh, uh, which is not the theme of tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. It's show 87 on the 24th of the 3rd, 1920. No, no, no 2019. No, that's better. <laughs> Uh, yes, 2019, and the theme this evening is knob and nobility, <laughs> uh, which as students of, uh, of uh, Situation Comedy will realise is the title of an episode of Blackadder 3. Um, so really it's royalty and nobility, and, uh, you know, royals of various sorts. So, you know, what better than to start with a dancing queen, try and rub out of your mind the images of uh, of Theresa May dancing to this and in order to do that I'm going to play a cover version of this by, I don't know how to say it properly, it's like Linksid they're a Swedish band uh, heavy band who do covers of ABBA hits basically Linksid and this is uh, Dancing Queen by them so I suppose I should play my cover jingle shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. I'm
well, now you're sitting up straight and paying attention. I liked that. Oh, good. I mean, did you like it? I mean, you know, obviously, did you like the original song? I like ABBA very Dancing much. Queen. I mean, they're obviously, you know, but my, you like my the, era. I can remember them doing Waterloo. <laughs> you liked the, uh, that heavy version of it? Yeah, I did. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, then. We'll have some contest voices tonight. We're back on uh, with those. <coughs> now, I don't know how to pitch these, because I, I always think they're a bit easy, but that's because I know who they are, you think. Uh, but I do think that one of them's easier than the other, and uh, <coughs> the other one is harder than the first one. <laughs> so if I play the voices and uh, see who you, who you think these people are, bearing in mind that the theme is... Nobs and nobility, royals and royalty, etc. So, it did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other, but we did become, you know, very close friends from from quite early on. Mm-hmm. And I'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented. So, so you have one person of a male sort and one of a female sort, though not necessarily in that order. And uh, my mum's looking at me as though she knows the first one, but not the second one. In, oh, she's mouthing that she might know the second one. Well, keep it to yourself, Mother. I will. Uh, we'll let the many, many people who are keen to compete <laughs> in this event... Your thousands of listeners. ...do that. If you would like to uh, let us know who you think those people are, or contact us for any other reason, uh, legal reason, you may do so by texting... 011-385-90690 Start your text with FXR Or you can email studio at felixstowradio.org.uk Or, you know, message me on the Facebook page or send me a pigeon or something, I don't know. <laughs> Please join in. I'll play them to you one more time. It did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other, but we did become, you know, very close friends from, from quite early on. I'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy about that as well. Well, you'll be aware of a, a group called The Sex Pistols uh, who, who did a song, a patriotic song, not really, called God Save the Queen. Oh, yes, I remember uh, Well, yes, well, they've settled down now. But I'm, again, I'm playing a cover of that. Another heavy cover of what of a song. I don't think this is the theme tonight, but uh, I, I feel that uh, it's, it will do this. Also, in, uh, in memory of, uh, of, of Lemmy Kilminster, from uh, the great name that was, from Motorhead. Um, let's hear Motorhead's version of God Save. I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently, yes, it is. Motorhead, God Save the Queen. So it's another one of these. I've said the views expressed in this song are not necessarily those of the station, ladies and gentlemen, because we believe the Queen is a human being. Thank you.
Turns out there's only so much of that I can stand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a motorhead fan. Uh, it wasn't doing anything for me, so I stopped it. I believe. Now, now, as you know, uh, Fifi, who often comes on the show, has fabulous facts. Uh, that, uh, I, 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 Joyce here, my mother, has, has some facts. I don't know how to describe them. Because Claire used to have fantastic facts. Uh, Fifi has fabulous facts. I'm not sure what facts. What adjective beginning with F your facts would be? What would you think? Futile facts. Futile <laughs> facts. Joyce's futile facts. I don't have a jingle for that. Um, uh, but we could, I don't know, we could. Uh, um, what can we do for that? Hmm. It's time for Joyce's futile facts. Well, this is a very interesting fact. And it's a cowbell. <laughs> Part of the uh, royal family's duties is to answer letters that are sent to them. And apparently they receive about 100,000 letters every year. And responding to them, as I say, is part of their official duties. But when Prince William and Kate Middleton announced their engagement, they were welcomed with over 60,000 letters. And they made sure that every single letter with a return address received a reply from the couple. Which well, I found extremely interesting. I tied the wrists out. I've got another interesting fact here. Oh. Can you remember the, most, the, the time when I embarrassed you most? Was it the time when I came to speech day in a hat? Uh, no. Ah. Well, just because your mum is a princess doesn't mean she can't embarrass you. And when Prince William was a teenager, apparently he had a crush on Cindy Crawford. So Princess Diana thought it would be funny to invite her to tea. <laughs> <laughs> the hilarious shenanigans of the royals. Well, uh, thank you for that. Was uh, Joyce's futile facts? There we are. Jingles on the fly. Good. Well, uh, I'm overwhelmed by your lack of communication, world. Um, yes, no one's listening, are they? Can say what I like. Uh, not even off comma listening. But I bet they would if I started saying things I shouldn't. But I'm not going to say things I shouldn't. I'm going to say things I should, such as, shall we have another tune? What shall we? Idea. What a good idea. Uh, it's another cover, um, but not a heavy one. Are you familiar with the Duke of Earl? No. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Duke, Duke. Duke of Earl. Duke, no, I don't Duke, think so. Duke of Earl. I don't think I've come across that one. Now I walk through this world, nothing can stop the Duke of Earl. No? No. Oh. It was Gene Chandler, I think, originally, but we're not going to play that. I'm going to play a cover version by Darts. Do you remember Darts? In the late 70s? No. Sort of rock and roll band. Used to like them. 
No, don't remember. No memory of those events. Well, never mind. I'm, I have a memory of those events. <laughs> and they went like this. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl, Duke, Duke. something yeah i've got an interesting duke and earl you don't i do indeed oh hang on wait a minute wait a minute wait here it's time for another choices futile facts well the the order of english noble titles is king queen prince princess and then you've got duke marquis and earl and so on Mm -hmm. and it's uh, on the 22nd of february 1957 the queen gave her husband the style and title of a prince of the united kingdom and it was gazetted he was to be known as his royal highness the prince philip 
Duke of Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And it's also a tradition that uh, when one of the sons gets married, he is then given a title. Um, for example, the Duke of York, the Duke of, which, is, which is Andrew, and the Duke of Cornwall, which is Charles. And in 1999, when Prince Edward was married, he was ennobled, but he was the first prince since the Tudors to be known as an earl rather than a duke. Um. Although he will become the Duke of Edinburgh after the death of both of his parents. And apparently the Sunday Telegraph reported that Prince Edward, Earl of Wessex, was drawn to the Earldom of Wessex after watching the 1998 film Shakespeare in Love, in which a character with that title is played by Colin Firth. You think that's the reason, and it's not just because he was like the disappointing son. I don't think so. I, come on, let's be honest. He, let, he did, let, us, he, let he, us give him the benefit of the doubt, but he will become the Duke of Edinburgh when both his parents die. He crashed out of the, of the Marines to become a tea boy for Andrew Lloyd Webber. Good luck to him. <laughs> uh, and they, he, all the other sons got uh, dukedoms and he just got an earldom. It's not quite as good, is it? It's not quite as good. Disappointing son, I reckon. Ah, oh, but he's going to inherit that title when his dad dies. And what's he going to do with it? What does he? What's the benefits really of being the know. Duke of Edinburgh, other oh. than you have to preside over the Prince's Trust? Well, he actually he always does a lot now because the Duke of Edinburgh has stopped doing quite a few things now that he's got so old. Um, Prince Edward is taking on quite a lot of his duties, apparently. The Earl of Wessex. The Earl of Wessex. The Colin Firth wannabe. That's it. Do you like Sir Thomas Woodward? Yes. Do you know who Sir Thomas Woodward is? I do is? indeed. Who's Sir Thomas well, Woodward? Well, he's Tom Jones, isn't he? He is. Well, I ought to know that because I'm learning Welsh. I don't know what the <laughs> voices you're doing. How would you say I like Tom Jones then in Welsh? Um, do in hoffy Tom Jones. Do in hoffy Tom Jones. Yeah. Well, well, well. Well, well, Fancy well. that. The reason I mention that, uh, Sir Thomas... <laughs> as we must refer to him, seeing as it's the nobility show, is that he sings the next song, uh, but it's not by him. The next song is a, it's another cover, actually, by Mr Prince. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, who's a well-known, well, dead uh, singer and writer of songs. And this is the Tom Jones and the Art of Noise uh, doing a cover version of Kiss. Um, I don't know, I would imagine that you're not familiar with the work of the Art of Noise... Uh, mother, no. But uh, if you were, you would chuckle with delight as you hear in this song a couple of references to their other works that they've put in there. I believe you. Yes, but anyway, in the meantime, let's have an- another one of these. You don't have to be. Yes. Yeah. 
for the uh, the cowbell there that was uh, Christopher Walken uh, <clears throat> inviting us to uh, give him more cowbell um, <laughs> if you don't know why that is I'm not going to tell you, there'll be a little mystery for you but anyway in the meantime, uh, it's time we had some guesses on these voices it did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other but we did become, you know, very close friends from, from quite early on I'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented I'll have to say that both of those people have already been mentioned on this show. That's all I'm going to say. Come on, Helen. Let's have you, everyone. Oh, there's no one listening. Oh, well, there you go. I'm listening. Yes, I know. You know the answer already. It's just, I mean, I could do this. I could, rather than come in here and do this, I could just phone you up and do it over the phone, <laughs> which would be similar. Similar response. Anyway, never mind. We're having fun, aren't we? We are indeed. Well, let us now play something by King Crimson. Who? King Crimson. I never heard of him. He's not a him. He's a band. He's a band. 
from the, I suppose, early 70s, an early prog rock band. Well, it was busy in the early 70s. One of the British prog rock bands, I think, Robert Fripp. Mm. No. Well, anyway, they sounded a bit like, uh, like this. <laughs> good stuff that was 21st century schizoid man hmm. from the album uh what was it called 
Oh, something to do with King Crimson. Uh, into mm-hmm. the, the whole of the King, the Crimson King, or something. Oh, research. Come on, Andy. I should have known that. I should. I, I just wasn't thinking. In the court of the Crimson King. That's it. Yes. Anyway. Oh well. Ah, so like Zippy from Rainbow then. <laughs> <laughs> um. Interesting reference there. Okay, well, I uh, have now got to look at my uh, running order again because I forgot to bring the printed out version, so I've got it on the computer, which is confusing me somewhat. Not that it's a difficult thing to confuse me somewhat. I think we should have... uh... And this is from the movie The Red Baron. Ah. Ah. Do you know anything about barons? Pilot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Baron von Richthofen. I just wonder whether yeah. you had a, a, a fantastic, a futile fact about barons. No, I ain't got any barons, I'm afraid. Okay, we're rather barren in that department. No, indeed. <laughs> well, I'll play you this rather good song, which is played at the end of the film. O- Open Skies, it's called, by... I'm going to say Riemon. Riemon. Open Skies. Please enjoy. Screaming, get me out of here. You're the chosen one, and I believe I saw you sleeping on the sky so clear. You're the broken glass under my feet, and I. Can see the light. Tell me, can you see the light of these open skies? These open skies. These open Take me to you oh, oh, oh. 
mother is knitting a pair of tiny trousers <laughs> as we sit here uh, for this little bear, I presume. Mm. I, I can't help feeling, as I look at the little bear, that there are other items he requires more than trousers, <laughs> as he currently has no arms. I bet you put the, tra- the, the pattern set... Well, I, the pattern doesn't have any trousers, so I made the trouser pattern up, but I've, I've, this is about the... 20th one of these little bears I've made <laughs> and I found from experience you put the trousers on first then put the arms on and then put the straps over the arms is the easiest way to do it Ah, oh, you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen should you be knitting a tiny bear do the trousers <laughs> before the arms well I quite like that song by Raymond Open Skies time for our regular feature I think <laughs> Acapella Corner that corner of the radio is reserved for music without instruments. And it's another one from Pentatonics. We like them. And this is, funnily enough, a song called Royals oh, by a, a young lady called Lord. I've it's heard just, of her. It's all royally very good <laughs> and very appropriate. And here are Pentatonics doing their cover of her song. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth, grey goose Tripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in a hotel room, we don't care we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like Crystal, Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We, don't we are caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals It don't run in our blood This kind of love's just deep for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler You can call me Queen Bee My friends and I, we've cracked the code We count our dollars on the train to the party And everyone who knows us knows That we're fine with this We didn't come from money But every song like Gold teeth, grey goose, tripping in the bathroom Blood stains, ball gowns, trash in a hotel room We don't care we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like Crystal, Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care Oh, 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 la 
life is great without a care when I caught up in your love affair. We're bigger than we've ever dreamed, and I'm in love with being queen. FM, Felixstowe Radio. Yes, so, yeah, Pentatonics, pretty Mm. good, pretty good, well done then. Here's another thing though, do you know what a, excuse me, do you know what a rap battle is, mother? A rap battle? Rap battle. Rap battle. Mm. Is it where two rappers rap at each other and see who's the loudest? Yes, they do, they throw down and uh, and bust rhymes at each other until one is judged the victor. Ah. Yes? So we're going to have some of that now because, you know, multicultural... Because you can. Because I can, <laughs> I jolly well will. And, uh, and so we're going to have, because of the theme, a princess rap battle Ooh. between Cinderella and Belle. Oh. As in, as in, Beauty, as in and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, yes. Let's see what they have to say for themselves. Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there was a princess. Rap battle. Cinderella. Versus. Belle. Let the rap battle begin. Another princess in my shadow come to covet my crown. You clowns want to throw down with the best in a gown. I'm the legendary story of rags to riches. Rhyme sharper than a needle and I'm giving out stitches. Huh. Like a wilting rose, you can't step to my flows. These girls are tripping, did they cut off their toes? I deserve all the praise for the foot fetish craze. I got itty bitty kicks but legs for days. Let's look at your mentality. Freud loves your abnormality. The Stockholm Syndrome story, beauty and the bestiality. Of course you're bitter. I'm the number one star. Pumpkin carriage, perfect marriage. No one cares who you are. What's my name? Belle. What's it mean? Beauty. I'm the perfect combination of brains and booty. While I'm gaining knowledge, you're losing your pumps. Like Mrs. Potsum serving shots and dishing out lumps. Cindy's dreaming she's important. Well, somebody should wake her. This gold digging trophy wife's the royal baby maker. Fear the nerdy wordy princess, cause I'm throwing more shade than the willow tree growing on your dead mother's grave. Your tale is old as time, sets us back 50 years. Do your chores, clean the floors till a man just appears. You're shallow and obsessed. With looks and how you're dressed, you want to live like Gaston? Please be our guest. Oh, I'm the one who's shallow because your prince was really hairy. The beast was in the friend zone till he gave you his library. Your boys have no merit. You're jealous? Declare it. Like I've always said, if the shoe fits, wear it. I'm the American dream. With a fairy tale wedding, you got teapots for friends. And I think your man's shedding. Some things are meant to be, like love at first sight. 
Bibbidi bobbidi booyah, he was mine before midnight. A relationship rookie wants to rap about romance? You can't fall in love after just one dance. My prince saved my life, and don't be misled. I want a man in the street, but a beast in the bed. Your film stars mice and cats with an old fat fairy. Your silly stories shoehorn into freaking Tom and Jerry. You say you want a party next to run off down the halls. It's like you always choke once you make it to the balls. You think that's funny? Here's a history lesson, honey. My movie saved the studio when Walt was out of money. You followed in my footsteps. Without me, there's no you. Disney built an empire on these tiny glass shoes. If you're so adored, where's your Academy Award? I'm the smart female heroine that can't be ignored. The moral of our quarrel and why I've got you beat, it's what's inside that matters, not the size of your feet. Ooh. I liked that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a great fan of rap, but in that I could hear all the words and I could understand what they were saying. Uh, it's, the video's quite funny because they're obviously they're dressed as princesses. Yeah. So, yes, I quite like that. I like also um, epic rap, rap battles of history. Mm. Where they do stuff like Tesla versus Edison. And, uh, do they? Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Different, uh, different channel. But, uh, do you want another funny fact? <laughs> it's time for Joyce's Futile Facts. <laughs> now, I've discovered that to avoid any fashion faux pas, the Queen actually has weights sewn into her hemlines. So if the wind blows, her skirt doesn't blow up and embarrass her. I think that's brilliant. (laughs) What a good idea. That was one of Joyce's futile facts. Thank you. Don't mention it. I won't. (laughs) Anymore. Good. Okay, well... (laughs) The Queen has royal blood. Uh, by which I don't mean the the rock band. She probably doesn't have them in her in her garden. Uh, but she could do a lot worse, frankly. I like Royal Blood. They're, I mean, they they acknowledge that they they uh, they were inspired by Muse, and in fact they sound like early Muse, which is a good thing. And I'm going to play a song by them called "I Only Lie When I Love You," but I might put some extra cowbell in. You never know. <laughs>
very clear how they were influenced by Muse, I think, from that. Well, here's someone who wasn't influenced by Muse, as far as I know. It's the Royal Guardsman. And we're back to the Red Baron again. And it's his arch-villain, his arch-enemy, Snoopy versus the Red Baron. I include this for, you know, completeness. After the turn of the century In the clear blue skies over Germany Came a roar and a thunder men have never heard Like the screaming sound of a big war bird Up in the sky, a man in a plane Baron von Richthofen was his name Eighty men tried the fantasies of a uh, cartoon dog <laughs> by the Royal Guardsman. I think there's another uh, Joyce's futile facts. Well, it was the Royal Guardsman that put me onto this one. Yes. Now, Prince Harry graduated from the, the Royal Military Academy as a second lieutenant mm-hmm. and he was sent on a secret mission to Afghanistan in 2008. Nobody knew about it. But his tour was cut short when the media caught wind of his service stupidly and they sort of advertised he was out there and so he had to be brought home again. I expect he was really fed up about that. I expect he was. They might be giants. They might be giants. David Jablonski teaches paleontology at the University of Chicago. He's a fellow at the famous Field Museum and he says there have been maybe a billion different creatures on our planet but now almost all of them are gone. Extinct. That's certainly true. 99.99% of species that have ever lived are extinct. 
Professor Jablonski has interesting thoughts. Mr. Kralwich has lots to report. Another extinction's a worrisome thing. With all these species, we'll lose. Professor Jablonski says some creatures are weeds. They grab hold of life like a weed. When his examples were weeds, then I had to agree. But if you talk metaphorically, there's no bigger weed than me. King weed, king weed. That's what they would call us human beings. King weed, king weed. But no one will be around to disagree with me, King Weed. Roaches survived five extinctions before. I guess they are good, but I don't know what for. Dandelions can adapt and renew. Seems like they grow best right under my shoe. What about the adaptable and rugged housefly? Their life is so lousy, they're too tired to die. Mice can survive another ice age intact. A mouse can't survive a single night with my cat. Now house cats, they're also right here on the list. Good luck to a cat with no kibbles and bits. Sparrows will survive in the sky they ascend. If you like eating worms, then I guess you'll have friends. Worms, oh yes, worms, he said they'll be around. And they're living like kings in their holes in the ground. There you have it, Mr. Cobble, that is our report. As subjective as it might seem, Professor Jablonski's a very kind man, but don't underestimate the King Ween. King Ween. That's what they would call us human beings. King But no one will be around to disagree with me, King Wayne. On 107.5 FM and felixstowradio.org.uk in association with Felixstowe Academy, this, this is Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM There's much, much more. Any of you who may still be awake will be thinking, I know how things go on this show, and he hasn't played anything by Queen yet. <laughs> Surely he's going to play something by Queen. Well, yes, I am. That's good. But not until I've bored you with these voices again it did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other but we did become you know very close friends from from quite early on i'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented one of those is actually a royal one of them isn't there so i'll drag out the tension a bit longer i shall seeing there isn't very much tension but i'm going to play a song by a queen do you have any queen, queen <laughs> yeah. facts, mother? I don't have a queen. Oh, yes, uh, oh, yes, yes, I have oh, a queen. Do you know, I thought you yes. did. Yes, yes, Wait. I do. Wait. Yes. 
It's Joyce's Futile Facts. Now, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are third cousins by way of their great-great-grandparents, Queen Victoria and Prince Albert, uh-huh. who were actually were first cousins. And before 1917, the members of the British royal family didn't have an official last name. But all that changed when King George V decided to change the family's name to the House of Windsor from Saxe-Coburg-Gotha, which wasn't a very popular name during World War I as we were fighting Germany. And since then, Queen Elizabeth II has given her direct descendants a more modern last name. And those who do not hold a royal highness, prince or princess title go by the name of Mountbatten-Windsor. Mountbatten-Windsor? Didn't realise that. Oh, well, there you are. I'm glad I've educated you today. But one reason for changing the Saxe-Coburg-Gotha is because it's it's, it's double-barrelled gone mental. It's a triple-barrelled name. Well, that's right. And of course, it it was Prince Albert's name. You see, but they, 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 he thought the George V thought it's not a very good idea to have a German name since we're fighting them, even though they're all related. Yes, <laughs> crazy. Yes, so I wonder why they chose Windsor. Well, because of the castle, I expect. Windsor. Windsor Castle. Windsor Castle. Mm, yeah. It'll be ours it, soon. That is the oldest occupied castle in the whole world. Is it? It is indeed. Occupied as in someone actually lives there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I did not know that was another fact. Good oh, Joyce's futile. So I've actually educated you two things that you didn't know. Educate and entertain. Well done. Necessarily in that order. So, back to the Queen song. <laughs> I'm going to play Killer Queen, because it's a good one. She keeps a moist chandel in a pretty cabinet. Let them cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. Building Job and Kennedy at a time with imitation you can't take Caviar and cigarettes, well-versed in etiquette, extraordinarily nice She's a killer, queen, got mad and genetine, dynamite with a laser beam Guaranteed to blow your mind Recommended at the price, insatiable and appetite Wanna try? She never kept the same address In conversation She spoke just like a baroness Middleman, China With antigation Might have been again Incidentally, you that way Perfume came naturally From Paris Because she couldn't care less Fastidious and precise She's a killer Queen Got body gelatine Dynamite with a laser beam Guaranteed to blow your mind
momentarily out of action, temporarily out of It did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other, but we did become, you know, very close friends from, from quite early on. I'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented. Can understand that. <laughs> well, uh, it's uh, The Cult. Now, I'm going to play this one for old Wigo, if he's listening. He probably isn't listening. He's probably watching Ali doing the, uh, the karaoke contest, the uh, semi-finals of uh, Gresham's karaoke contest which a uh, regular listener and sometime co-host Ali Sparrow Hewitt is entering and that's why she's not here and uh, probably that's why now listeners are down to virtually zero because she's one of them and the other one is sitting here in the studio with me so <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, yeah so anyway I'm going to play this for Mark even if he isn't listening because it's the cult I think he likes the cult and I don't know any songs by the cult apart from She Sells Sanctuary but now I know this one it's called Sun King and I quite like it mm.
rather jolly. Yes. I liked that. Did you like that? Yes, it was okay. It was okay. Well, I'm going to r- reveal now the exciting results. It did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other. They say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented. From quite early on. So this... It did take a bit of time for us to get to know each other, but we did become, you know very close friends from, from quite early on. That was the lady, and that was in fact Kate Middleton, or as we must now call her, the Duchess of Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. And this... I'm most happy when people come up to me and they say they're inspired by my music and they're actually talented. His Royal Highness Prince! It, it's just Prince, it's Prince. He's not a Royal Highness. <laughs> He's Prince, the singy songwritery dead person. So... Uh, well done, Mum, for getting that, and uh, not very well done anyone else for having a try. And now it's time for another. Joyce's Futile Facts. Pom pom. One of the biggest things that sets Kate Middleton apart from other commoners who married into the royal family commoners. is that she didn't come from a noble family. Nobles? No, in fact, her immediate family is considered working class. Working class? Because they worked for a living. And in addition to being the first working class queen, <laughs> Middleton is also the first royal wife with a degree. Is because she? she has a degree in art history from the University of St Andrews, which of course is the place where she actually met Prince, Prince William. But how did she get through the test then? The stupid test. What, the stupid? Well, I think because Prince William's got a mind of his own. Yes. And he decided it would be far better to marry somebody he loved than somebody who his family wanted him to marry because they happened to be royal. Well, I think they've given up that sort of thing now, well, I, th- I think Prince William is a lovely fellow. I think he brings a bit of normalcy to the British royal family. Do you know, he once worked on an English dairy farm for less than the minimum wage. Did he? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. 
And of course, he was a air sea rescue pilot. That's right. He? Yes, and and he, when he left the the service, he still uh, I think it was the Anglian uh, was it I don't know if it was Anglian um, uh, uh, hospital the ambulance that the helicopter ambulance that he worked in, but he certainly continued working as as a as a as a pilot yes. in a helicopter rescue. Yes, yes, jolly well done him, and well done Kate Middleton for not being an air-headed bimbo. Absolutely. Splendid. Well, that's good. Um, so, let us now uh, move on with some trepidation to the next song, because it's, uh, it's a David Bowie song. David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. And it's called Queen... Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a slightly rude word, not really a prohibited word, I don't think. It's a, it's the word we use to describe the female dog, Queen <coughs> from 1972. But it's a very good song by David Bowie, so let's enjoy it.
thank you, David. I believe there's a, they're coming thick and fast, ladies and gentlemen. We just can't, we just can't stop them. It's Joyce's futile facts. Well, you were saying about the word that you omitted out of there. Yes. And uh, typically when you can't understand or hear someone, the polite thing to say is pardon. Mm-hmm. However, apparently members of the royal family have deemed this word inappropriate and instead say sorry or what when looking for clarification. I was always told as a child not to say what. But in, in addition to pardon, apparently the royal family doesn't allow the word perfume in their vocabulary. Instead, they refer to a fragrance as scent. I see. Sort of a reverse kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Yes, if they didn't say uh, perfume. What was the other one they don't say? The other one they don't say is pardon. Pardon. I wonder if that's something to do with royal pardons. I don't know. Meaning something they, they different. Say, they say sorry or what when looking for clarification. They say, I beg your pardon. Big old pardon. Big pardon. What? What? What did you say? What did that funny little man say? He said, what did he say? He said perfume. He said perfume, not sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I've lost my thread now. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Uh, I'm just going to switch things around a bit because of timing issues. And I'm going to play you Catherine Howard's Fate by Blackmore's Night, which is a folk band with Richie Blackmore from Rainbow and his other half, Candice Knight. Blackmore's Night. Um, Apparently they've done loads of albums I didn't even know. But anyway, this is rather a nice little thing. Catherine Howard's fate. Just, just ignore the, the, the duffs in it, because they, they, they miss up. That's something about duffs. People get them wrong. But anyway, they get that wrong. But try and ignore that. Are you like the others, so quick to judge? 
But I'm afraid it, it took me right out of it. The the doth thing took me right out of it. Mm. Uh, it, it was it was it, uh, was it my heart that doth betray me? Mm. It should be either was it my heart that did betray me, or is it my heart that doth betray me? It can't be was it my heart that doth betray me. That's like was it my heart that betrays me? Mm. Peculiar. It's wrong. That's what it is. It is wrong. 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 And on that note... 107.5 FM, Felixstowe Radio. I gotta have more cowbell! Right, so, uh, yes, um, I think what we'll do now is we'll, uh, is we'll do with something a little, little self-indulgent. Oh. Yes, we will. Well, let's do that. Yes, I mean, it's um, one of mine. Well, it's not one of mine. I can't really say it's one of mine because it's actually by George Frederick Handel. <laughs> Uh, the arrival of the Queen of Sheba from his oratorio Solomon. But uh, I've got a little YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen, and I've been plonking some things on. This is one of the things I've been plonking on there. I've been doing plastic classics, which is electronic arrangements of classic stuff. And uh, I am now going to play the latest one of those, which is got on my website. Or the YouTube. YouTube is the website. And the channel is called Exomnian. I said deliberately to make it difficult for people to understand. No, it's not at all. But uh, I'll put a link somewhere. Uh, or you can probably, I'll put something on my web page, which is kimber.life. Uh, but anyway, this is, uh, this is my arrangement of Mr. Handel's work. And I don't know what he would have thought of it, but uh, what do you think of it? <laughs>
technically it's in the public domain, but... Uh, I like that, and I think Handel would have probably have liked it as well. Do you think that? Yes. I just wonder what the what they would have done, these composers, or what medium they would have chosen. Well, I think because they they tended to take the the things that were there during their day, mm. I think they would have welcomed it with open arms as something new. Like uh, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, when they mm. they bring Beethoven to the future, he turns out to be basically a heavy rocker. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, there you go. It's fun doing it. Yes. So I hope people enjoy it. Good. Well, let's move on. Uh, Christopher Lee is an interesting person. Mm. Did you know that he's a direct descendant of Charlemagne? No, I did not know King, that. King Charlemagne. Well, that's an interesting fact I have not got. <laughs> of the Holy Roman Empire, which was not holy or Roman or even an empire. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Mm. So yes, and one of the thi- another interesting thing about Chris, one of the many, many, many interesting things about Christopher Lee, he's brilliant. You should do a biopic about him. He's such an interesting life. Uh, you know, he was uh, he was in he was associated with the, the SAS, well, the Special mm. Forces Group, which was precursor to the SAS, and done all sorts of interesting things. But anyway, one of the interesting things he did in later years was create some heavy metal albums. <laughs> now that I didn't know. <laughs> About Charlemagne, notably, oh. his ancestor on his mother's side. Uh, now, I'm not going to say they're that good, but they are very interesting and very frog-boxy. So I'm going to play you uh, Let Legend Mark Me as the King, which is from Charlemagne, mm. his heavy metal uh, experience. Christopher Lee doing his thing, and I, I might, I might have to choke it off before the end because it's quite long, and I think you get the idea fairly soon. Mm. But anyway, let's hear Mr. Lee. When I pass from this world to the next, when I am laid and my soul is put to rest, my legacy will be there for all to see. Or how long after I am gone will my deeds outlive? Apostle says we must all appear before our Christ To judge my place in the world, the way I frame my life Tis a fearful thing to fall into God's hands Only he who repents shall pass into the heavenly lands When all the deeds of my life are played before my eyes what I see come as a great surprise Life is short, the hour of death uncertain I must confess my sins before they draw the final curtain Will I be remembered for my victory small and great The glory of the Christian name I sought to disseminate Legend mark me as the king Of whom future generations will sing Cost me not in my old age When my will and strength doth fail I'm sorry, but uh, I, I can't listen to <laughs> Well, more power to him well, I mean, he, At least yes, he had a go, didn't well he? Well done, well done, Christopher mm. And I think because he did, it was quite cool Yeah uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I can't listen to it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Christopher Lee never made it to be 
Gandalf. He wanted to be Gandalf. Uh, but he was too evil looking, wasn't he? Let's be mm. honest. He was told when he was young he was too tall to be an actor. They used to sit him at tables because he was too tall. But uh, <laughs> And opposite for Bob Hope was yeah, so little well, he had to stand on a box. Well, like Tom Cruise, <laughs> yes. So um fascinating guy, but uh, not a great heavy metal guy, to be honest. So, oh, uh, Ali apparently has uh, played a blinder at the karaoke. Oh, brilliant. Uh, How did she get on then? Well, uh, I'm just hearing that she's nailed it with a great, a great performance. Yay. I don't know if we hear any results yet, but... Um, well done. So, yeah, that's good. Let's move on and play another tune. I really want to play this because I like... Uh, well, you know I like... Uh, Electro Swing, so I had to have some Electro Swing this show today. This is the Queen of Swing by the Swing Rowers and uh, Gypsy Hill. Electro Swing. Electro Swing.
That is that it's got a bit of a long fade on it. I really liked it. Oh, that's great. I love all that sort of thing. It makes me feel happy. It does. It makes me mm. happy. It's, it's great. That's, what more could you ask for? For a little tune. All dance, it does is get you... Dance around it while yeah. you're doing the washing up. Gets your toes <laughs> tapping. It makes you forget the idiocy that's been going on in the world. Absolutely. Oh, but now I've remembered it. Another funny fact. <laughs> oh, uh, what? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, please. It's time for another choices, futile facts. Now, while it wasn't uncommon for medieval kings and queens to hold people hostage, uh-huh. it's not something you would expect from the modern royal family. However, apparently, when the queen attends the state opening of parliament, she takes a hostage. Now, while we're sure the hostage is treated well, the tradition apparently dates back to a time when the royal household and parliament did not see eye to eye. So to guarantee the Queen's safe return, they would keep a member of Parliament for the duration of the state opening, just in case they needed to bargain. Right. He did say takes a hostage, didn't he? Not takes a sausage. No, a hostage. I thought this is the Queen takes a sausage, which no, would no, no, be no. quite funny. Hostage. Um, no less ridiculous than what actually goes on, I think. Yes, a hostage. Oh, well. They are. Incidentally, yes. sausage in Wells is sating. Is it? Mm. So you put a, a what? Selsig. Selsig? S-E-L-S-I-G. So you put a Selsig in the Zospan, do you? That's, that's right. Zospanvach. In the cupboard. Zospanvach. One of my favourite Welsh words is smoothio. Which means ironing. That's right. And another nice one is pilipala. Which is a butterfly. That's right. Annabelle told me. <laughs> I do think that smoothio is just the Isn't best word wonderful? for ironing. <laughs> smoothio. <laughs> that's just like something off the fast show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> smoothio, that makes me chuckle. Well done, Welsh people. Well done. <laughs> I'm enjoying learning it anyway. Well, I'm sure it's enjoying being learnt by you. Good. Uh, no, it isn't really a thing, is it? No, well, never mind. 107.5 FM, Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM. Indeed. Well, it's time for one of these. Music that Annabelle thinks you should listen to. 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 And this is uh, Young Blood, who's a very bouncy fellow, who we saw when we'd see Muse at the Royal Albert Hall. He was 
Annabelle was delighted to discover that he was uh, supporting them. And he came on and he bounced around in the most energetic fashion, maybe. Made me uh, tired. <laughs> anyway, this is one of his songs called King Charles by mm, Young Blood. for me but, uh, bless you without listening to it it, it? it does it does really but Annabelle likes it and I hope you do too and listeners dear listeners one and all or possibly just one I don't know <laughs> well um, the grand old Duke of York he had 10,000 men you know took them up to the top of the hill did you know yeah, I believe he did and then he marched them down again he did indeed what a waste of time I wonder if there's any more we need to know about that. Let's ask Tim Hart from Steel Ice Ban and his friends whether we need to know any more about that. Oh, the grand old Duke of York, he had 10,000 men. He marched them up to the top of the hill and he marched them down again. And when they were up, they were up. And when they were down, they were down And when they were only halfway up They were neither up nor down Oh, the grand old Duke of York He had 
thousand men He marched them up to the top of the hill And he marched them down again And when they were up, they were up And when they were down, they were down And when they were only halfway up They were neither up nor down He had ten thousand men He marched them up to the top of the hill And he marched them down again And when they were up, they were up And when they were down, they were down And, and when, when they were only halfway up, up They were neither up nor down Yes I was just playing Mike Dan instead of feigning the music. Yes, well, that was uh, Tim Hart from his Nursery Rhyme album, which is basically Steel Ice Span doing nursery rhymes. But, uh, it was anyway, quite jolly, wasn't it's it? It's quite jolly. Let's have the Rolling Stones oh, and a shout out them. to uh, the Queen who was almost. Who do you think I mean by that? Do you mean Lady Jane Grey? I do mean Lady Jane Grey. And this is See, a song I know my history by the Rolling Stones called Lady Jane.
my sweet Marie I wait at your ease The sands have run out For your lady and me Wedlock is not my love It wasn't very Rolling Stonesy, was it? No, if, if you just heard that without knowing it was the yeah. Rolling Stones, you would wonder who it was. I know, that's a, you know, good music. It's, it's good nice, music. I think it's nice for people to do different things out of their comfort zone. Indeed, yes, yes. Well, there you are, there's nothing to take away from this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Do something out of your comfort zone. Like learning Welsh. <laughs> like learning Welsh or, or having piles, I don't know. Um, right, well, we'd nearly finished... The time has nearly come to an end, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, it's been a lovely time, hasn't it? Well, I've enjoyed it. Good, and I've had two nice cups of tea. Thank you very much. Not to mention the cake. I didn't mention the cake, <laughs> but uh, thank you for that also. The cake, and in fact the Snickers, and the uh, the biscuit. So you can tell like, why I have my mum on the show. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she hasn't knitted me a hat or anything, but uh, never mind. I could mind. do that next time. Next time, knit me a hat. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Stay listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay listening, because the Proud Show's on next uh, with our very own Ryan and Daz as guests. So I can't wait for that. Well, I can, because I have to, because unfortunately I still perceive time in a linear fashion. Good night. This is uh, Alt-J and Dead Crush.
my name.